0: Let's talk about it. Let's go deep. We all have something to share. No share with Doctor Dave. Hello and welcome to the No Share with Doctor Dave podcast. This is Doctor Dave Cornelius, your host. Give me like a elevator pitch, one minute or so, about you know what makes Tim Tim. You know.
1: Well I um, uh, what's make, makes me me is uh, <laughs> that I've been uh, working kind of in the agile space for quite a long time um, and I've you know I'm, I'm just passionate about you know helping teams and helping organizations right So I you know I, I started off as a software en- software engineer you know developer and then I moved up pretty quickly because one of the one of the things that was kind of naturally and innate in me was, you know the 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 ability to connect with people and and the people side of the business, while you know, technically I was very strong, um, it was one of the things that kind of stood out. And so I, I kind of immediately um, started working with teams and, and and leading teams. So so I would say probably the thing that makes me me and, and the thing I'm most passionate about is is helping people connect to, to reach a common goal. So, so that's basically you know, my background and what I've been doing for the past, I guess now it's been almost 25 years, so.
0: That's wonderful. So um, let's talk about social justice, right? Um, what, you know, one of the definitions that we look at for social justice is about you know, fair and compassionate distribution, distribution of wealth, opportunities, and privileges within a society. You know, we're talking about equal rights and equitable opportunities for all. So, you know, how does social justice show up for you um, where you live in your country? Matter of fact, where do you live?
1: Well, I—I I, I mean, I'm from the states. So uh, well, I don't know if that's obvious, but I'm from the states. I'm from—I was uh, raised. My father was in the oil business initially. I was raised between Texas and Oklahoma, so i, I don't really say I'm from somewhere because I really live kind of equal, plate, equal. You know, I, I was living in West Texas and Houston, and and lived between uh, Oklahoma City and Tulsa. So I, you know, kind of I—that's—that's, that's, you know, where I where I grew up. And and then you know I I, I became a software engineer I, you know I went to college I became a software engineer and and, and in college it's, it's funny you mentioned social justice because in college that was really kind of I, I was deeply involved in you know a, a, a lot of social justice and and just where I'm living now I, I live in Saudi Arabia now um, I've been here for 14 years it's it's funny you ask because one of the things that i, I that, that brought me to saudi was you know I, I just kind of got tired of uh you know I, I was pitching a startup that i was running um you know when i finally left the states um and i never could um you know kind of break that glass ceiling or, or, or get the opportunity when we were doing you know we were generating quite a bit of revenue but uh you know funding i, I was in atlanta at the time and and funding at that time, you know, for for people that look like me, because I didn't match a particular pattern um, was uh, was difficult to come by. So I just said, forget it <laughs> um, and ended up with a project that I thought I was going to be on for a year in Saudi Arabia. And, you know, then just many different opportunities started opening up for, for me while I was here, as I was, you know, running the company here and our you know, we expanded and expanded. And then finally, um, you know, we end up selling that um, company in 2015. So, um, it, you know, the company expanded quite a bit, and we sold it uh, here locally to some investors in 2015. But um, how it shows up to me is just the the, the opportunities. You know, when when you're practically uh, people want a chance, right? So people want uh, a real chance to be able to prove that they can perform, and 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 that's you know, for me, that's all. That I ask for, that people are given a chance, and and that's why, you know, all you know, the majority of my work is is you know is about helping people become the, the you know the best that they can be and giving them chances to show um, kind of you know who they are and what they can do, and and that's how it shows up for me.
0: That's wonderful. So in, in terms of, um, you know, some some of your own personal social justice experiences. You know what were they that challenged you to bring about that want you to bring about change um
1: just uh, I, I i you know i i grew up in a um a, you know i wouldn't say privilege but uh, my parents did fairly well and i ended up going to an hbcu um for undergraduate i i i had an academic i majored in physics and had an academic scholarship and a an athletic scholarship. I played tennis all growing up, and um, you know, I played tennis in college as well. And one of the things that I immediately saw when when I went to the HBCU was, you know, kind of a the dearth of resources that I, you know, that my high school had, you know, in in some cases, greater access to to resources, and um, and that was that was, that was quite puzzling, right? So you're, you know, I, I you know. Grew up in, you know, kind of, I I would say, kind of a bit of a bubble, Um, you know, I I never went to a predominantly, you know, uh, minority or African American um, school before, and then when I, you know, when I went to the university and and I saw this gaping hole in resources and opportunities where i found you know some incredible people I, I i i found some absolutely incredible and talented people that's where i just said you know something's wrong right so there, there there's really a problem and so i you know i i you know i i did a lot of soul searching a lot of digging and and looked at ways in which i could you know try to help and contribute you know i was i was a, a mentor to a lot of uh, kids coming up because I was uh, strong in math and science. You know, I, I did a lot of tutoring at local high schools. Um, so so I, you know, and and practically looking at ways in which we could, you know, alter the, the trajectory of, of people that have talent, but don't have opportunities. So so that was, you know, for me, that was really critical and, and, a, and a great experience. And I, and I wouldn't change it for the world.
0: So, which HBCU did you attend?
1: I went to Alabama A and M.
0: Okay, all right. So, when we, when we talk about um, recently, well, it's a year ago now. today's the anniversary, which is, you know, really cool that we're ta- having this conversation about the, you know, George Floyd. You know, the murder of George Floyd in the United States. You know, kind of sparked this outcry for social justice in the world. You know, I uh, just wanted to tap into see, like, how did that tragedy? really affect your thinking about the need for social justice changes?
1: Um, I, I, I practically, I, I mean, I don't think it changed much. I, I'm, uh, you know, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, I think, I think the thing, it didn't change my desire or, or feel there was a need because I, I've always felt it right. So I've, I've, I've been in those rooms, like I said, I, I, you know, I, I've been meeting with various people. I've been in you know inside of the communities. I've you know I've worked inside of the communities when I was working in you know you know speaking of when I graduated from college, right? I was I was living in Houston. I was working in NASA, which is in Clear Lake, which is just in South Houston, the the south of Houston. But I was living, you know, for all intents and purposes in the quote unquote hood, right? Because I was very involved in programs for 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 helping out um people inside the community and so you know i i've always even though i could live in many different places i've always been close to kind of the epicenter of problems because i felt that it was critical that i understood the problems right so so for me, uh, you know, it, 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 there, the, un- unfortunately, there was no change. I mean, to be perfectly honest, what it did, though, that that the colleagues that you know, uh, you know, that speak to me, whether in the agile community or just colleagues in general that I that I've kept in touch with over the years through LinkedIn and and talking back and forth on social media, so on and so forth, they were, you know, more impacted by it because they just had no idea, right? So they. You know, because you're only a product of your environment, practically, and so since that that it it was so egregious, right? Um, and and that really had them reaching out to me and looking at ways and what they could what they which they could make a change, and you know, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention that because really they did. I mean, a lot of them, various CEOs that I worked with in the past in the states and and and. Numerous people reached out asking, what can we do? What can we do? What can we do?
0: That's interesting. So if we look deep into the the Agile community, you know, and I want to say, like, as an Agile practitioner, you know, where do you feel you have the most opportunity to affect change for social justice uh, changes, especially in the work that you do? Uh...
1: You know, empathy for me is is critical, right? So it, it, we're working in a human system. and and that human system requires us to kind of um, look at our look at the various people around us as having the same desires and needs that we have, right. and And teaching and and coaching empathy for for me is critical to um to 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 helping people understand others and their differences um, and and one of the things that uh, you know i'll be perfectly honest Dave, that one of the things that i always hated um people used to always tell me well i don't see color you know and and uh, um that for me was just really problematic right so um well, i don't see difference well <laughs> that's that's really problematic because I you know I, I personally don't want you not to see a difference. Uh, the, there are differences, and those differences are you know, uh, you know are, are the spice of life, and and that's what creates beauty in the world, right? So, so those differences in in, in helping people understand stand that they need to be able to see and appreciate you know, um, diversity of thought, diversity of perspective, diversity of experience, you know, and and so um, to me is is getting people to have empathy with one another and then looking at a common goal right so if you have a diversity of experience towards a co- and you're looking at a common goal and people come up with different so so you know you know we all do stand-ups and meetings and planning and so on and so forth and everyone's ideas right are are, are being thrown up against the wall and being challenged and and listened to and challenged looking for you know kind of what is the right thing to do towards a particular common goal well that diversity of experience and that diversity of background and that diversity of thought brings up the, you know myriads of ideas right and 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 really some amazing things and and where i first saw this was actually to be perfectly honest was kind of pre-agile when uh you know the the the, the or or kind of the the agile craze is i, I was working at an agency it's called vmly and art um and it's it's one of the top now agencies in the world um and that's what one of the the ceos of one of the of this agency reached out to me you know but what i found there was all of those different perspectives people working in teams you know we we you know we would do business for microsoft for adidas for and and that diversity when people came from different perspectives the ideas we came up with were phenomenal right so so to me, that's that's what's critical: teaching empathy and then getting helping people understand the benefits of diversity of perspective. As long as we have the same common goal,
0: that's excellent. That you, you brought up the conversation around, you know, the need for people to see, you know, that there are differences, and and to try and, and put blinders on and say that they don't see color, uh, it's, it's really a, a tough one for me too. For people to when they say that, you know, really challenging so let's let's talk about you, you know, a few actions that you're taking personally to improve uh, opportunities for, you know, people affected by social justice challenges, you know, in the agile community, wherever you are, right, like you're in Saudi Arabia, so even in that space, what does that look like? Yes, so, about that?
1: so um, not so much in Saudi, to be perfectly honest, but I, I travel, one of the benefits of being here, um, which is one of the many, many benefits when I was in the States, everything seemed so far away. Okay. Um, but since I've been here, you know, I, you know, I, I go to West and East and North and South Africa quite a bit. Um, I go to Asia quite a bit. I, so, so I like to go to places because of, you know, kind of my, <laughs> I guess my social justice roots, um, to places where people don't, generally look as you know advanced so so one of the programs that a guy uh, one of my good friends from zimbabwe who's in the uk so um we started was to teach you know you know af you know african youth how to re- you know make two thousand dollars a month online so we ran this kind of cool we ran a cohort that went exceptionally well where um you know we we do we do some kind of digital marketing courses where we do that online and and then we take them through the process of generating revenue online and so that you know not all of them uh, to be perfectly honest reached 2000 but we had some that went, went over we had people that were under but it was it was phenomenal because these are people living on you know much less um, so so these are the type of things that I do um look working with I, I've worked with a number of governments um in in, in not only here locally but um also in, in in West Africa specifically and looking at ways in which we could bring programs to to bring you know skill development and team development so 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 one of the you know you and you know as as a coach and a trainer that practically we can't do much alone right right so so there's this african proverb that uh if you you know if you want to go um if if you want to go fast go it alone if you want to go far to go you know go together Uh, you know i don't know if it's really african proverb but um that's what they say so um practically you know in in business right so when you have a, a, a you know one person okay you know you can be a superhero but there's only so much it's not scalable right so um we we you know one of the things that's really critical to me is that how to create scalable opportunities you know in and, and places that don't have as, as much as many opportunities and if i was to come home i would do the same thing right so um, you know if and you know if I come home now or, or later that's that's what I'm committed to because to me that's that's what I've been about
0: excellent so if we wanted to be more futuristic right and we want to think about what would the diversity equity inclusion and belonging utopia look like for you oh um,
1: it would uh, so uh, It would be, uh, you know, honestly (laughs) uh, having been in these places and having been in the communities I've been in in the States, um, it would be opportunity, right? And and fairness and, um, uh, you know, a, a lot of people talk about, you know, opportunity and you know being equitable and fairness and so on and so forth but it's a it's a bit difficult when you see it on the ground where you know people's natural resources are are you know practically being taken from them at at, you know at alarming rates without you know you know practically giving them value on the on the natural resources that that they should have right so so uh, one of the problems I have, um, you know, having seen these places up close and personal, um, it, it, you know, let, let's take kind of two dichotomies. There's there's in the U.S., right? So inside of the, you know, the, the overall, you know, political and, and school systems and so on and so forth, and communities where obviously tax dollars fund various, uh, you know, educational opportunities and those those um you know it's just not equitable it it, it just really isn't so when you're starting from behind it's a bit difficult because when we do these you know kind of kind of uh, when we do programs too late there there's not a lot of things that you can um the opportunities to make change are, are are less versus if we do things earlier so um to me the, the kind of the fairness and and equitable distribution of opportunity um and and not creating barriers within the society that are going to prevent those up you know uh, people from from achieving um and and then when i look at you know and in, in some of these countries i've gone to it, it's the same thing right so um you know uh, people are, are are taking from these places but not really um You know, giving fair price fair prices for their natural resources so so to me, it would be fairness and you know being equitable across the board that's that that's it you know in every place. um, uh, across the world
0: right. That's excellent Um, any final thoughts um, as we wrap up our conversation about. uh, No no idea.
1: um, I appreciate you and and the various people in the agile community for um, taking this on. It, it's it's really a tough uh, a, a tough subject, and and I appreciate people looking at what happened because George Floyd, believe it or not, people were talking about it here, right? So, yeah. yeah. So, so 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 it's it's been you know it it it, it it's been kind of a flashpoint, and I, I just my my final thought would be not to let um one event define our activism right so so you know we can be an activist and then people will get fatigue and then not do the real work necessary you know at all levels whether it's you know uh, you know with their colleagues or the programs that need to be done at at, you know at higher levels and the programs and volunteering that you're doing for example in your in your foundation so that uh, we cannot develop fatigue and just because we don't have, you know, a video camera of something appalling, it, it, it no longer can people sit around and say these things don't exist, right? So um, I, I think for me, that's that's kind of my final message. And I and I once again I appreciate you and um, the Agile Alliance and and everyone in the Agile community and and those people that have been reaching out. I, I really appreciate it.
0: And uh, Tim, uh, you know, just thank you so much for the insights, you know, and the fact that, you know, we have the level of uh, resiliency, right, to continue forward, because that's what you're, you're asking for. And, um, you know, thank you so much for for your time tonight. This is, you know, really, you know, as I'm reaching across the world talking, having conversations with people across the world about, you know, what's going on with social justice in, in their space, in their environment, it's just important to have different voices as we walk through and and it's been almost a year now and we'll journey for another six months or so, but it's really important to have these conversations. So, you know, thank you for taking the time uh, for contributing to this conversation. Absolutely. Anytime. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Nile Share with Dr. Dave podcast. Uh, My hope this learning experience would also prompt you to take and seek more and discover how you could contribute to positive experiences For BIPOC Lives. I said it really doesn't take much. All you need to do is to tap into your own humanity. So until next time, be well, stay safe, and connect soon. Let's talk about it. Let's go deep. We all have something to share, No no share with Dr. Dave.